This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the latest federal hiring strategy to get younger applicants is to tailor the job postings. Military service members have a new avenue to seek mental health support. And all 27 Sammy's finalists were unveiled today. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Monday, May 8th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Agency leaders are detailing some long-term fixes to the federal hiring process. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. The leaders say collaboration among executives is especially important to reform and speed up federal hiring. And including chief human capital officers from the start of the recruitment process will save agencies time and resources. That's all according to panelists at a recent event by the Advanced Technology Academic Research Center, or ATARC. The experts added that agencies should also try to tailor their hiring strategies based on the preferences of different generations. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The General Services Administration and its Inspector General continue to butt heads over the Transaction Data Reporting, or TDR, pilot. The IG once again called on GSA to end the TDR program because it has significant deficiencies and due to the fact, the IG says, the data is unusable. This is the second consecutive report and sixth since 2015 that highlights ongoing challenges with TDR, GSA, meanwhile, says it remains committed to improving TDR data, training contracting officers on how to use the data, and expanding the program to more contractors. The Postal Service sees major turnover in non-career workers as its union protests short-staffing. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The USPS Inspector General's office in a recent report found the agency saw a nearly 59% turnover rate in fiscal 2022. That's well above its 32.5% target for non-career turnover. According to USPS exit surveys, non-career staff said they left the agency because of a lack of schedule flexibility, they didn't like their supervisor, or worked too many hours. American Postal Workers Union Local 140 President Dina Briscoe says the agency remains too short-staffed to meet service standards, leading to burnout and a high rate of employee turnover. And they're pushed to the limit where they don't stay. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. President Biden is expected to pick C.Q. Brown as the next chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. He'd replace General Mark Milley as the military's highest-ranking officer. Milley's second and final two-year term ends in October. Brown has served as the Air Force's chief of staff for the past three years and is the first-ever African-American to hold that position. Before that, he was commander of Pacific Air Forces and the deputy commander of U.S. Central Command. The Defense Acquisition University and Defense Innovation Unit are teaming up to give a second group of contracting officers help in using commercial acquisition processes. Applications for the latest cohort of six contracting officers under the Immersive Commercial Acquisition Program, or ICAP, are open and are due by July 7th. The cohort will take part in a 12-month course where they'll receive targeted training on other transaction authority and DIU's commercial solutions opening process. 
The course will focus on everything from project curation to the basics of other transaction authorities to day-to-day project execution. DIU and DAU launched the first cohort of training last fall with the ICAP fellows expected to complete their courses in October. Military service members have another tool to seek support for mental health. The new DOD policy called the Brandon Act allows service members to confidentially get a mental health evaluation for any reason. Secretaries of each service will set up policies and procedures to allow greater access to mental health professionals and reduce the stigma associated with seeking mental health care. The Defense Health Agency will help the military departments train and educate service members about their options. Artificial intelligence takes center stage in a new partnership between the Defense Department and the National Science Foundation. The newly announced institute will explore using natural intelligence to pursue designs of more capable and trustworthy AI. The two departments chose a proposal led by Columbia University for the award. With joint funding, the multi-university team will get about $20 million over five years. It'll explore how advances in understanding neural, biological, and cognitive processes can support models and mechanisms for developing AI. The Veterans Affairs Department is appointing Chauncey Parker to serve on the Advisory Committee on Tribal and Indian Affairs. The committee provides guidance to VA on all matters relating to Native American, Native Hawaiian, and Alaska Native veterans. It also issues recommendations to Congress for legislation to improve Native American veterans' access to VA health care and benefits. The latest finalist for the Service to America medals is out. The Partnership for Public Service has named 27 finalists for the awards program, more affectionately known as the SAMIs. It recognizes individuals in government who have made impressive and innovative contributions to public service. The partnership will recognize all the SAMI's finalists at a Washington reception on Thursday. Then in October, the annual awards gala will be held at the Kennedy Center, where six winners will be named. For Public Service Recognition Week, the White House is honoring federal employees with an official kickoff today. The Biden administration says it'll celebrate public servants and their many contributions throughout this week and the entire year. The annual event recognizes the work of civil servants and thanks them for their dedication to serving the public. Other advocacy groups, including NARF, the National Active and Retired Federal Employees Association, are also tipping their hats to feds. Public Service Recognition Week started yesterday and runs through May 13th. If you want to thank a federal employee for his or her service, send an e-card through our website, federalnewsnetwork.com. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Monday, May 8th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.